0: episode of Bedrock City presents Uncanny Universe podcast. This week we are going to talk about Watchmen, uh, and so, Watchmen is back in the forefront because of the whole DC Rebirth thing. We'll get into that in just a minute, and, but it is also one of the most classic pieces of comic book literature, uh, and it's it's about time we tackled one individual story for a whole episode, um, and so we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and talk about it. What's going on, guys? It's Ron and this is Hyde and my name is Michael and we're gonna start talking about Watchmen. So here we go. <laughs> right, Watchmen is easily, I think, the longest trade paperback that I own. I mean, in term not not an omnibus, okay. the longest twelve issues, shall we say? I mean V. You oh, Okay.
1: Uh, Another uh, more book. All,
0: uh, okay, I'll say this. All the Alan Moore trades I own are the longest trades that I own. There you go. How long is a league of
1: a short League of Jordan? It's long. Long. There's a lot of Just as long? There's a a lot lot of it. Okay. There's a lot lot of
0: it. And um, the thing with that is, um, it's. There are long comics that are bad. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. There's plenty of guys who are wordy. But. Um, Alan Moore is certainly wordy, but I mean, it. it is, it says it right here on the front of the book, right? Uh, one of Time Magazine's 100 Best Novels. It is the only comic book on that list. It's the only comic book to ever have won a Hugo Award, which is uh, an award for science fiction novels. Uh, so, I mean, it's a seminal work. I don't know. It came out mid-80s, right? 86. Okay. Um, but they've sort of, it's, for the longest time, it has been this self-contained universe. And Watchmen is its own thing. Yeah. And then, aside from Before Watchmen, which uh, is the fan fiction that got published by DC about five or six years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Are um, we actually
2: talking about that? Was that something we were going to discuss? I uh, thought we were just forgetting about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean... Actually, technically, we can't anymore. No, I mean, we mean Because we... Well, yeah. No, I mean, we
0: literally cannot forget about Before Watchmen anymore. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but, no, so... But they've brought Watchmen back. Yep. Um, DC has brought, brought Watchmen back to talk um, about their new rebirth event and mm-hmm. that sort of influenced Hyde can you tell me a little bit more about it like what's what's the deal here so with Watchmen
2: uh, now in the universe it it's kind of interesting because New 52 was such a shamble of of f- broken ideas
0: it, it, New 52 seemed like they they, they they had a good idea to start out with and then they sort of just too many cooks, right? Yeah, is too that... many
2: too many cooks in one kitchen, too many is too many people were trying to taste into it a little bit. Um, and I think there was too much corporate heading on Definitely. New 52. I think I, I think, think that's a good chunk of it. I think a lot of it was like when when was New 52 New 52 started in 2011. Okay, so only 5 Man, years ago?
1: Yeah.
0: It wasn't that long ago? No, it, but I'm in comics.
2: But um <laughs> don't get me started on this reboot crap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh but I think DC now has found its footing, and I think
0: we're seeing. Hopefully, well, that's I, what we thought, That's what we were supposed to think with New 52. But
2: I think also now too, I think we're seeing even just on a sales perspective wise, DC has really found their footing. There's a lot of people that went into this 80 page giant expecting the Rebirth number one. Rebirth, yeah, the the Rebirth number one expecting what New Fifty Two kind of was.
0: Right. And this gave them this actually for which, me, which New Fifty Two was a complete like. It was a complete it, overhaul. It, it was like they they completely changed everything. They canceled a ton of books. Mm-hmm. They changed the continuity. They well, got rid of they, some. They of the got continuity. rid of the continuity. Yeah, they made rid- they just created a new one. Yeah, basically.
2: Um, but yes. this actually now, with watch with rebirth, actually has developed that everything is continuity. Right. That what the new fifty two universe knows is not true. Okay. Um, Something has been stolen from them. Uh, Their love, their ideals, their interests, their hope, essentially. Um, And I think that's also kind of one thing that Rebirth brought back, was it brought a lot of hope back into the DC universe. It definitely made...
0: Because New 52 was pretty dark. New
2: 52 was pretty dark, and I think this actually has a weird balance of darkness and light. But it does it nicely where it still kind of feels that pre-52, post-crisis kind of feel to it compared with the new 52 style with their sleeker designs the more younger versions of these characters um but the big thing out of it is that it's dr manhattan right dr manhattan essentially is the not necessarily the supervillain of <laughs> the dc universe but he is the creator of new 52 apparently apparently well
0: according to before Watchmen, even which we
2: had no idea but Technically, even during Watchmen, because he even goes and states, he wanted to go create human life. Yeah, true. Yes. Um, So, this kind of, it just left the door open for them to do something with that. Now, should they, should they not? I don't know how this is going to play out in the long run. Right, we'll see it Um, within the
1: months to come and years to come.
2: I I like the idea that there's something more overpower than like dark side. There's something bigger than Dark Side. It's not maybe not as threatening as Darkseid, but right. there's something of a greater entity. Right. Something that is godlike. Yeah. Yes. He's very I mean, this is he's essentially An the god for type. the new fifty two. Um but mm. it's kind of it's kind of funny when we talk about this too, apparently DC had been hinting at it
1: all this time,
2: like three years, almost roughly, I want to say about three years. That's when *Trinity of Sin* started. Well, since they
0: announced this, people have been going back and trying to find the the connections because they wouldn't just. Oh yes, Doctor Manhattan. Yeah,
2: they wouldn't just. Oh yeah, yeah they no, just oh, just yeah, no they they, they had that in no the
0: pipeline, yeah there there's some things in
2: the background um, as, and I'll say a few. They're just kind of rumors and speculations right now right. of Until what they Moore's are.
0: Confirmed later. Yeah,
2: uh, not Alan Moore. Not Alan Moore. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Alan, <laughs> no, 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 Alan Moore won't confirm any of this. He's no. he's done with this. Yeah, he's washed his hands with But, But, um, so the thing is, is that in Trinity of Sin Pandora, which was a book that no one really paid that much attention to. No, no, It featured Pandora. People the, liked it, though. Yeah, it, for the ones that read it, it was a really cool read because it featured the question, um, uh, Phantom Stranger, and Pandora. Right. Which Pandora, they tried to make a big thing with Forever Evil and the Trinity of Sin. um. But in that book, you see someone with no face, red hair, get blown up by a blue thing. Mm-hmm. And it happens frequently. And there, people have found panels where it happens in Justice League. And they found it where it happens in Batman. And they find it where it happens really? in Flash. Ooh. Yeah, people are finding this. Now, I don't know if it's Photoshopped. I don't know if it's true, 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 true. or not.
0: And my question with that is, like, if that is indeed true, then that means they had to tell the artists to do this. Yes. Right. And so does that mean that those artists have been keeping the secret? Or do they just say, hey... Can you make sure you kill somebody with red hair by a blue guy? Can you do uh, that, But y- you
2: don't see the guy killing... It's just a blue burst. A blue it's, burst. It's a blue burst. Okay. Um, which, once again, yeah. How long has this been going on? Because obviously Rebirth has been in the, in the, mo- works. In the works for a while. Right. I mean, this is not something that a company just it's jumped su- into. It's not a surprise event. They no. know They've known about this. So It's, it's not it's,
0: like Convergence, which they sort of had to do to cover the moving offices. Yeah, which, whatever. Which is it's fine. That's, that's Convergence fine. was fine. Yeah, I but mean, I mean,
2: yeah. It was. It's filler. Right. This is. This, this is, is no a,
0: longer filler. This is universe. This is now. the new. This is the for sure continuity.
2: Um, and then now the new thing is that when Watchmen was never in continuity. Watchmen was never in continuity, which this is also another big thing too. Because to Watchmen bring, is real cities.
0: Yes. Watchmen is New York, New York, and London, right. and Moscow. Whereas and those places, do they do they exist in DC? Do yes, they do they, with, do.
2: they do exist, but they don't mention them because you go. Oh, we can go to New York. But why go to New York when you can go to Metropolis, Metropolis which is right. the exact same thing? We can go to Detroit, or we can go to Gotham. Right, exactly. <laughs> or But Seattle. Seattle's always there. I don't know why Seattle's <laughs> always there, but Green Arrow always ends up in Seattle.
0: Of course. <laughs> He's not, he doesn't need his own city. He's not popular enough. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it that's, for us tonight, guys. Thank you. Okay, uh, thanks for downloading us, everybody. We'll see you next time. High's gonna kill me. Um,
2: but, so, and it, it continues on. Um, in Superman, there's a character called Mr. Oz. He's a hoodie character. You don't know who he is. Um, he has roots back to Ramsey, mm-hmm. um, which was a big thing with Ozymandis, Ozzy Manders. Right. right. Um, but in the rebirth special, it's like, oh, you can call me Mister, or you can call me Ozzy, and then it stops and just call me call me Mister Oz. Ah. So there's rumors that he's Ozzy Mandis. There's things that the two new heroes that we'll start to see in Batman when, or we saw in Batman last week actually, mm-hmm. um, Gotham and Gotham Girl. Yeah. Uh, are actually Silk Spectre and Night Owl, and that the comedian really? is okay. going to be one of the
0: Jokers. Mm. So I don't, I don't know how that works. Yeah, I don't know how huge. it's going to work. Well, but
2: see, it's... The way I'm looking well, at it at this standpoint now is that Manhattan kind of feels a loss, I guess, because he no longer has the Watchmen universe. He doesn't right. have his comrades, essentially. So he kind of feels empty, and he wants to kind of play around with that life. Except that Batman found a Rorschach button, so like... In the
0: Batcave. Yeah, and so how did it get there? Did Manhattan put it there? I or know. I mean Or are we just getting Manhattan or are we getting Or but see that's the other I guess
2: thing we don't know yet. But well, that's the other thing too is that well, the Greg Capulo Joker has actually been in the Batcave.
0: True. Okay. I mean, well it was the community button technically, but it had the and the the button that Batman picks up had the blood on it. Right? It had the yeah. blood on it. The human bean juice. Yeah. Uh, so that means that would imply that Comedian was killed, right? Because that's the comedian's blood, on yeah, the right? Yeah. I don't. I but don't know. it's Manhattan creating
2: blood. So I think it's just the concept of that. Like he doesn't have his comrades anymore, and he wants them in the universe to experience right. this universe with—not essentially with him, but with him. If you get right. what I mean? I understand you. Um, so it's just kind of interesting to see how that plays out, and we actually kind of find out that in Titans Rebirth that came out last week as well. Um, we're finding out that Wally has the power to kind of restore people's memory. Okay. Um, and we don't know how that works out yet either. So um, there's a scene where he goes to Nightwing to try to reconstitute the Titans, and um, Nightwing tries to fight him and he grabs him and he's like, Wait, Wally, how do I know you? What's going on? Things mm-hmm. don't seem right. Anymore. Things aren't adding up. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. So it'll be interesting to see what they do with Watchmen. I don't see Dr. Manhattan becoming a villain. Of the DC Universe? No, he was never a
0: villain. He, but...
2: Yeah. I It'll be interesting to see what Unless they you do. saw the movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, even at that... He
1: what,
0: yeah, me. yeah. In the movie, he wasn't a villain. They just wanted you to believe he was a villain. Yeah. Ozzy wanted you to believe he was a villain. Get, we'll get to that in a minute. But, um... So... I, I know I am the one in this... Uh, I'm the one-sided argument of this. Of that I... As cool as it may be... For the story... I... I don't really approve of the use of Watchmen after the initial 12 issues. Okay. Um, and as cool as, I mean, I know before Watchmen was hit or miss, mostly miss, but I know there were some that was considered to be good, like what, The Comedians was good. The Comedians was good, Rorschach was okay, and Manhattans. Right. Uh, but everything else, like Suck Spectre, Night Owl. Minutemen. 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 Minutemen is okay because that was just an adaptation of the stuff that's in between yeah. the pages of the graphic novel, right? Um, from what I understand. And then uh
2: Moloch had one too. Right.
0: Um and to me at what quality aside, good or bad, I don't think that I think they should have respected the artistic integrity of the creators who didn't want their work changed. Well this isn't,
2: but this is an image. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, yeah.
0: And it's not image. That's why that's why Al-Mar works for Avatar now. And well he doesn't work for them, but he you know, writes, he writes for Avatar. yeah. Uh, because you know he owns all of his product, his his properties now. Uh, because, but I,
2: he, even at that, he wanted nothing to do with this afterwards either.
0: So well, I, no, he he wanted nothing to do with uh, extra bits of Watchmen. Like the only thing, the only the only Watchmen product that you'll find with Alan Moore's name on it is the book, because yeah. that is the unchanged original text. Go go buy the Watchmen video game; doesn't say Alan Moore on it. Like he's not credited in the movie. Not credited in the movie. He refused. He refused the money. Which to me, um, makes me, uh, sh- gives me a lot of respect for him as a as an artist because he sort of, it's like, no, this is my vision. I don't. I don't want it to be done this way. I'm refusing this boatload of money. They haven't really
1: changed anything that affects the book. Well, no, like no, it's well, so nothing it, affects the book. You can, do, aff- yeah, no, you, you can do
0: whatever you want. Nothing affects the book. The book stands on its own and is amazing. Right. But he doesn't want his name, the way he puts it is he doesn't want his name attached on something that will imply that that was his work. Because the movie is not his work. Yeah. Okay. The, the, before the, Watchmen is not his work. Yeah, it's no, not, I, ba- I got it, you. It is, it is based on his work. Right. But it's not indicative of the quality uh, and tone that he... Watchmen is like the great onion of comics. Like it's, it's just there's so every time you read it, there's there's more little. I think bits. I think
2: the, I think the best way to do it is it's it's more or less as an essence proof of everything a comic could do that, that nobody had any but, idea you could. But it's also an affirmation almost of what comics should, should be. be doing. Right.
0: Yes, um, but also to the detriment, like. Before before Watchmen, not before Watchmen, but before Watchmen was released, comics weren't tackling, you know, they weren't they weren't the they weren't tackling real world issues. Not really. I mean, aside from like your Green Lantern, Green Arrow stuff, Green Arrow, you know, a, a here and there. But they weren't this dark either, and I think that's also the kind of the other thing
2: now too is that
0: everything sort of copied Watchmen, like, Dark Knight Returns. Right, and, and Alan Moore's even said it is that Watchmen created a toxic cloud. Over he that those are his words were toxic it, yeah, it, over, over comics and that everyone uh, wanted to recreate, his work watch. his and Dave Gibbons' yeah. work, I mean, and another thing just real quickly, um, back to what I was saying about the, the giving up the royalties, he he not only doesn't take the royalties he says just give them to Dave Gibbons or just give them to someone else on the project mm. it's like it's not just don't give them to me. You you take my bit and give it to him so right. Dave Dave Gibbons cleaned. Up on the movie and on the video game and on all this stuff, and again he doesn't approve of them either. But Dave Gibbons is like, "Well, I'll take, yeah." Yeah, I mean, because what else is he doing, right? You know, but um, because but to me, um, my my essential argument is just that I think artistic respect needs to be had for something that is to be. If someone wanted to go remake a a garbage comedy movie from you know the seventies, nobody would care. They did that. They did that Bernie Mac movie. Um, I mean, they do it all the time. I know, I know. Oh, yeah. like, Three Stooges. Three Stooges. Well, Three Stooges, and it's a little different. People respect the Three Stooges. Like Bernie Mac remade it. There was a movie with Bernie Mac and Ashton Kutcher called um, Coming Oh to the he, uh, yeah oh, something I, like that, yeah, which is a remake of a comedy that nobody cared about. So no big deal. Or
2: it's like when if they they redo the
0: Odd Couple. Exactly. Not a big deal. Um, hey, no, that is a big deal. What are you talking? Yeah. About? Well, they did make that a couple multiple times.
2: Yeah, now there's a TV show about it you now too. Yeah.
0: Um, well, what's a TV show? But anyway, <laughs> um, anyway, um, what I'm saying is that regardless of quality, I think that you should, if you should respect the original vision of something that is considered to be a masterpiece, which is Watchmen is. Like Watchmen is considered. I mean, it, it, Watchmen changed comic books and it influenced people who don't even write comic books. Like even Zack Snyder, who I'm not a fan of, like on the on the Watchmen Blu-ray talks about reading Watchmen and how it changed how he viewed filmmaking because he wanted he always wanted to be a filmmaker, right? Right. But Watchmen changed how he wanted to be a filmmaker and it's a comic book. Like that's crazy. You know, right. and, the, and, and and that's just Zack, Zack Snyder. There's right. other people too, I'm sure. There's interviews with plenty of people that cite Watchmen, the guy that created Lost, he's on the back of the book talking about how good it is. But anyway, not not to get onto that for the, the whole podcast, but I just, um, I always had a problem with Before Watchmen. That's why I always like jokingly refer to it as fan fiction, because it's like, to me, it's just, DC owns it, they can do whatever they want with it, of course. Right. And DC is a company, they, their goal is to make money and create a decent product. They own the property, they can do what they want with it. However... I also
2: think that... But, I mean, you have to think it wasn't until recently they re- And that's actually kind of where my thinking comes They left it alone for a at. long time. They left it alone for... Almost. 20 years. 20, 25 years, yeah. roughly. But they, when they brought it back, it was kind of right in the middle of New 52. So mm-hmm. that's kind of where my thinking that there's been something in the works
0: for Watchmen. Yeah, no, they've been playing this since before Watchmen, I a bet. While. I so, wouldn't be surprised. So, I mean, and just, like I said, not I'm sure there's good stuff about before Watchmen. It's just... I just take umbrage with it that it even exists, but anyway, um, let's talk about the book itself. Um, I know the interesting thing here is because you would assume that everyone has read everything you've read. <laughs> <laughs> Ron already knows. So, but in a in a in a hobby uh, such as ours, there are so many things that are considered classic right. that no one could possibly have read them all.
2: But it, right. it, it's kind of weird too that you talk about that too, but. If you look on any comic book reader essential, Watchmen's on there. Number one, V oh, for Vendetta. Yeah, it's all more. Um, Joke. Killing he- Joke is on there. From, from Hell. Hell is on there. Uh, yeah, The Dark Knight Returns. Frank Miller. Um, actually, you know what? I think uh, Batman New Fifty Two Volume One actually just yeah. made it on that list. Yeah, one too. I mean,
1: you know, there, I mean, sometimes stuff. But, but that that stuff list, goes on that there. That list every changed once. so much, but. Those like oh, kind yeah, of no. five books have yeah, always no, been on there. Sure. Yeah, i mean but mean, some of those older books, classic but books but stay but on there for sure. But
0: Ron, yes. had never read Watchmen and yeah, just killing like, the Killing Joke like three weeks. cut yeah. hide, which, which, what, that is a lie. <laughs> what, okay, well, I'm curious actually. So this is the first. This in the Killing Joke is the first Alan Moore book you've read all the way through. Yeah, yeah. Cool. yeah.
1: So. And, um, man, this one it, is different from right? Killing Joke. Yes.
0: Well, well Killing Joke is really good, but it's... No, it's, it's great. I mean, it's, no. You can really see with this and with V and with From Hell what he can do with his own character. Yeah,
1: no, it's, it's when, crazy. When he has
0: complete yeah. control of everything. It is. This is the wordiest freaking book. Oh, yeah, and it's, like, it's great. Well, this is the wordiest 12 issues that I've read. Yeah, it's a... Ever. Yeah.
2: <laughs> just, for, just for the record, too, to kind of... Tell you guys how much Michael really likes Watchmen. He's sitting here petting the graphic novel. Like every yeah. every once in a while, I see him just, just stroke the cover. This, well, this is this. Is, I
0: have two copies. I have I have one that's a first edition trade, which is actually one of the few trades that goes up in value. Uh, and I have this one which I read uh, and let people borrow because no one's going to mess up my yeah, first not? edition yeah. copy. Of course. No. Um. But anyway, not um, eight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not eight trade. Can CDC can grade my trades? Um. I remember, I'm not, and I'm not going to pretend that I've been a lifelong Watchmen fan from like I was a kid. I read it before the movie came out when it announced. Like like we talked about last week, when a movie gets announced, people go read. Right, of out. course. Duck so, Strange came out. Is you know, coming out. People people are reading the oath. Right, like crazy. Everybody loves the oath. And so I I read this. Uh, th- I'm touching it I read I read <laughs> actually your fingers did this a little they did like a little stroke motion on it I read uh, I Christine read, I read uh, I read the Watchmen graphic novel um, not this copy something happened to that one um, I read the gra- Watchmen graphic novel about two or three weeks before I saw the movie in theaters and I had a, I had a really negative experience when I saw the movie in really? the theater because I think I think if you watch the movie right now mm-hmm. you would also have the same experience okay um, I think, and I've gone back, and I don't, I don't hate the movie. Yeah. I think it's Zack Snyder's second best movie. Okay. Behind, well, behind but, Dawn of the Dead.
1: Okay. Um. Just to let y'all know, too, I did watch the movie before I read the book, Yeah, Ron, so. Ron's
0: seen the movie, you've seen it a long time ago.
1: Yeah, oh, I'm. A Couple years? Fairly recent, yeah. About a year or two ago, yeah. But, but yeah, man, I've, I've seen it multiple times.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um. So I mean, like, before knew, I read the right, so you the knew book. the story.
1: Yeah, like, you knew the basic. I knew plot like, points, yeah. whatever. Yeah, plot points, and, yeah. That, and
0: that's to me what you got out of the movie is plot points. Okay, Um because there's the main, the key differences to me are like the superpowers. Like Night Owl is strong. Oh yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. that's like, yeah, yeah. It was kind of in,
0: in in one of the fights in the prison, which. Isn't in the comic. There's one panel where they fight in prison. Right, and you and just see him Right, and all. they're having like a full like, discussion. It's, in, it's yeah, Not even a thing. But they smile. Like he, he, they're about to fight, and then Night Owl like kind of smiles. Yeah, right. Like fight. this is like, that is so not Night Owl. Right. Night Owl. Well, is, Night Owl is, is
1: very different from the movie. Yeah. Yeah. He's they, they, he's they, very they, confident. In the yeah. Movie. He's like,
0: in the in the in the book, he is like he's he has sexual problems. Right. He's impotent. He has he has a lot of. He he's has more, more human. He is definitely yeah. more human. Yeah, well, all the characters. And are, more, yeah. I mean, just sad, right? You know, like he's just, man, sucks to be Nighthawk. Right, right, right. And uh, just randomly, another thing that they sort of gloss over in the movie is uh, Silk Spectre being Polish. They sort of don't really touch on that because um, they don't really touch on any sort of racism in the movie. Cause, but there's, there's, that's a big part of this too, is the racism, like in uh, the. Um, that's just Alan Moore, though. Yeah, well Alan, well, no, Alan, well, Alan Moore, not being a racist, but he likes to talk about yeah, he race. Talks about, yeah, he talks I about mean, race all the time. Because I mean, like, it it's a, ex- exists. I yeah. mean, so. it's, a, it's important to him. And he also talks about... Um, gay rights is a really big thing for Alan Moore, too. Uh, gay rights and race, uh, racial things, uh, issues, is definitely uh, an Alan Moore
1: uh, trait. There is a question mark. I would love to ask y'all. Okay. A little bit. Oh, oh you want me to do yeah, an, yeah, an go Let me hear it. The woman uh, who put the... The poster up, uh, right by the newsstand. In okay, it was right across the street. Whatever she put it up like a few issues early. Okay, uh, earlier, and then towards the end of the uh, um, towards the end of the book, she was walking past some girl, and she just starts like wailing on her, like for no reason. I don't remember that. Offhand. It was it was right. So they were the kid was the black kid was reading the black freighter stuff, right. Um, Which I want to talk about. The, the news thing guy was talking about, like, the, I, it was close to, like, the war is about to start mm-hmm. and whatever. And then, like, it was just, like, crazy. Just, like, she just, like, just started. Just came out of nowhere. Oh, the, um, i remember now. The Doc Rorschach's psych, psychiatrist, psych, psychiatrist um, ended up seeing his wife on the way home. And she right. knew that this was his route and blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And he, he was just looking past her. And he was like, those two Those two women are fighting. I need to go help them. She's like, Well, if you leave now, don't ever come back because I don't like I can't do this. Like, I can't, like, you can't just keep blah blah. And he's like, Well, I can't just stop helping people. We all need help in this world, blah blah. blah. I was like, Man, it's I, it's just random. Yeah. I mean, and it's and
0: and that is they also, Yeah, 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 they also like really, um, Neuter Rorschach's character. Oh, to in me, the, mo- in oh, the yeah, movie. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Because Rorschach. I mean, granted, people people love Rorschach a lot. Um, and granted, but uh, he's also, for me, he's a tough character to resonate with because um, uh, he has such extreme views. Oh yeah. Like, but I mean, But he's, so, but come he's back. so strong of a character. But I mean, right. even,
2: so, even that. I mean, I think it, when you put that in context of the movie with his views that he has in the book. I think to have that in the movie with such the strong views that the comedian has oh, doesn't doesn't offer that parallel for the characters. I think right. that I think that provides a like in the in the book you get more content with them and you right. can understand them a little bit more. But the movie I don't think struck hard enough with Rorschach's on his views because of the comedian so extreme. Ex- yeah, and for they, sure. But, and they oh, also,
0: yeah. with the comedian stuff, is, um, what happens with the comedian and Silk Spectre, original Silk Spectre, Yes, they only kind of talk about it. It's way more in your face in
2: Right, the book. for well, sure. In the, yeah. yeah. In the book. <laughs> well, the director's kind of had that too. But. It did,
0: but, um, not, like, I don't think it had the, the confrontation of Laurie, modern Silk Spectre, because she confronts him in the book as, a, right. yeah, yeah. as an adult. But, um, about the sexual assault on her mother. Right. Uh like at a party, was it? Yeah, party. yeah, party. Yeah. She like throws a champagne in his face. Right, and right. He starts crying and like it's it's intense. Like and and that's not in the movie. There's just there's just a lot of emotion. Character there's a lot of emotion and, and emotions like, and all that stuff. Yeah. Psychology, it just it isn't in the movie. Yeah. And that's to me where's where the movie falls flat. Like it's a lot like the v, the V movie where it, it hits all the plot points really right. strong and you know it's you could you could you could BS your way through a discussion about the Watchmen comic if mm-hmm. you've only seen the movie. Right. You could BS Somewhat, you right yeah. through it. a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um you could pretend like you knew what we were talking right. about. Right. But um it's definitely essential reading. Um yeah, it's, it's weird whenever I
1: cuz I watched the movie and I I thought it was a great movie it, yeah. and then like Close to the time where we were like, "Hey, you need Talk to prep. You need to prep to read, read, read the book, whatever." And he was like, "No, it's this book's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's not it's, even close." To I, the,
0: I can't, like, I can't overstate how good the writing is in
1: this book. Oh no, it's, it, it is, is amazing.
0: It is, it is. I think Hickman, I think, is like the closest modern equivalent of uh, Hickman's non-Marvel work. Right. Is the cl- closest equivalent to Alan Moore that we that we have right now, yeah. aside yeah. from what Alan Moore's doing already. Right. But like, I think you take things like uh, Manhattan Projects, East, yeah, of West, East of West, Nightly place, yeah. News, all these things, and you. I know he's got to be a fan, because
1: I mean, oh, they're yeah. both
0: British. Right. Yeah. No. Um, right. And you know, um, Alan Moore, like I, I said this to Ron earlier, I think of the people, if if you were to hear that a comic book writer wrote a novel. Yeah. About, not, not about
1: comics. Right. Just about whatever. Most
0: of them you'd be surprised. Like, if you heard Bendis wrote a, a novel Yeah, about, you'd be like. What? About baseball. Be like, what? Well, Bendis. Okay. But, it, Alan Moore and Hickman, you'd probably be like, yeah, okay. Because yeah. uh, Alan Moore actually has a book coming out next month. Ellis. Yeah.
1: Warren Ellis. Exactly. Garth yeah. Ennis. Yeah.
0: Um, I, but, like, because Alan Moore has his first novel novel coming out next month. Which Ooh. I'm stoked yeah. about. It's called Jerusalem. It's about living in North England. I have no idea what it's about. But right. But I'm going to get it. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's also, a uh, side note, he's reviewing books now for the uh, uh, Northampton newspaper in England. Cool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's, and it's really, really weird. All right, it's well, like, there okay. you go. Know. Um, he's, and he's reviewing out there books, obviously, because Elmore's nuts. Right, of course, um, yeah. Elmore is legitimately nuts, by the way. I, I'm a giant fan, but he's, Crazy, um, obviously. Master of the Dark Arts, he, yeah. <laughs> Lord Moore, yeah. Lord Lord Alan Moore. He's, I mean, you know, he, he is a big fan of like a
1: the weird, magic. <laughs> the weird.
0: But um, so Cthulhu. I've all, yeah. Um, my example for Watchmen, uh, for the best writing I've ever seen in comics is issue number four of Watchmen. It's my favorite issue in all of comics. It's a um, great issue. It is the writing. That's in it, probably.
1: It's, I think that's probably my, one of my for, favorite issues. Yeah, yeah. For
0: for people that haven't read it, um, for people that don't know, Doctor Manhattan sort of um experiences time. Um, as a whole, uh, he has the he has the line. I'm I'm gonna paraphrase here because I don't remember it exactly, but it says something along of, human beings want to view time, and you're only viewing the single edge of it. Right. When but when you see the entire mechanism of time, it, you view it differently. So he experiences all things at the same time. And it's easy to say that, but when you think about it, it's a, it, it really, it is one of the most interesting things you can think about. Every moment in his life that ever has happened or will happen is currently if, happening. Right, yeah. And he, he lives them all simultaneously. It was cool when they
1: were, uh, him so and Laurie were talking on the moons and mm-hmm. he was like, just Mar- to see it this way. On Mars, Mar- Mar, Mar, sorry. Yeah, I don't yeah, know why I said the moon. But uh, he was like, just see it this way. Like you... Like you know, it, it happened. Yeah, like you can feel it now. Like right. it's it's so yeah, it's, cool. It, like just yeah, hitting it's, that it's, back. it's, it's yeah. beautiful.
0: It's like I go back and I just read issue four randomly, but um, and um, one of the things that I like in Watchmen, the book, is they make fun of superhero toys a little yeah. bit. Yeah, yeah, Like um, Rorschach, and I think I think Rorschach, Night Owl, and Doctor Manhattan all give Ozymandias crap about. He has little Aussie figures right, all around yeah. to the toy line. Like the marketing and like... Which is totally an Alan Moore thing making fun of, you know, people not taking comics seriously. Right. You know, like they think... This is what they think we are. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah. And the Keen Act uh, is way more prevalent in the book. And the Keen Act is uh, what they sort of enacted to... The law... Was in it 77. Yeah. They put the law out to it's outlaw like, costume it's heroes. It's essentially the superhero registration act. Exactly. Yeah. But um, so Hyde... Um, when when you, when you read Watchmen, because it's different rereading it than it is reading it the first time. It is time. definitely
2: a lot more, it's a lot more heavy
0: the yes. more you read it. Yes, definitely. Um, because when I first read it, I liked it, obviously, but I didn't, it didn't really. It doesn't hit you
2: until, like, maybe that third or fourth time when yeah. you kind of get through it. Um. Uh, just even kind of under on a historical political level, mm-hmm. it's just it's, oh, it's super political. it's super political. I mean, just and it used one of probably the better times in history to do it too. Um, just with the Vietnam War going on and right. just comedians trying to question just humanity and what he is as a person, and mm-hmm. you see that too. You see that. I, I don't think that scene when he goes visits Moloch in the movie. Right. I don't think that scene had no. as heavy as an impact
0: as Not it did in all. the comic. Oh, yeah, no, it was, Not at all. That was intense, man. Yeah, Moloch was wasted in the movie. I mean, again, like, I mean, to Zack Snyder's defense, there's so much in the movie, in the book.
1: Right. That there's no,
0: like, I mean, they had they cut out the Black Freighter, and the director's cut is still three hours, three and a half hours. Yeah. Like, and they cut out the Black Freighter. Yeah. Um, which, also, to their credit, they released as an animated movie... A month after the the, the feature yeah. film. So, like, they always planned on it. They just couldn't get it in the movie. But the, the Black Friday stuff is great, too. But I remember when I first read it, I sort of didn't care for it. It was like, okay, whatever, the stupid pirate stuff. But when you go back and read it... Um,
2: it makes more sense as an overall with the story, too. Yes. I think it adds more to that and to just the element of the world, in a sense, for the book.
0: I... I... Yeah, I, 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 now I, I love it. I would read just the Black Freighter if they could get it just in the little that little thing. Um, but I wonder, because none of us are, are old enough to have read Watchmen month to month when it came out. No.
1: But I wonder... Are you not? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, when did it come out? 87? 86, 87. 86, I was two. I was one or two. You could have read it. Been, yeah, <laughs> I could have read it. Yeah, I could read a little more at two. Um, But... I don't know. Do you think? I mean, obviously, it was intended to be read this way. I think. I think, I think it was so. intended to be read as a one. I mean, you get that. I well, I mean, I don't know. I that's what I think.
1: I think. You think it's one of those books you need to read? Just yes. Like just because, straight through. Well,
0: I mean, that, there's not a volume one and a volume two. It's,
1: it's not true. A, it's I not mean, a, but I don't think it's also. Split, yeah. It's not I split six issues. I, I think, see. That's the other
2: thing too. I think when you when you well, look at it, they weren't doing. Splish yeah, they arms.
1: were. Yeah, really. Okay,
0: mm-hmm. but, well. but what what I'm saying is, do you think if you had only read this the 12 issues month to month, would you have the same takeaways if you read this whole thing in a week? No, no, right? Because I think because you
2: need it all in one to really grasp the idea of what Alan concepts. Moore is trying to to bring into this. Um, it's just. This should be the
0: trade. Is the way you should read it. Yes, one hundred percent.
2: Um, that or just reading all the single issues individually at the well, same time. Well, the single time, issue so. is the
0: only thing you don't get the little you don't need it. But yeah, the, you get the you get the Hollis Mason books. Yeah, A- another thing in the movie like Hollis Mason. I don't know. He was kind of lame in the movie. Like he was just kind of there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but he was he was so important to Dan Draper. Yeah. Like, yeah. tonight Owl. Because I mean, he didn't role model. I mean, yeah. basically, yeah. Well, I mean, he wasn't. he that's, was
1: He wasn't yeah, owl. owl.
2: So that's why he became Night Owl. Yeah. But it's just with the book, it shows more of a fatherly impact for mm-hmm. for Dan than it does Same. in the movie. Because yeah. when he when he dies in the movie, you're like, oh, that's um, sad. Yeah, I was like, okay, whatever. Right.
0: Cool. His, his his mentor died
2: but yeah right but in the book he actually is you actually see the emotion yeah. that dan carries throughout and he for still sure. holds that frustration
0: throughout most of the yeah. book oh yeah and I think um yeah I don't know like I, I the 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 hol- in in between in the trades if you've never for whatever reason if you've never read the trade I mean obviously those people exist because yeah'm I'm um, we sold four copies since. It's, it's hilarious. Two weeks ago, yeah. Yeah, so. yeah. Um, it's hilarious. But um, in between all the issues, there's pages from Hollis Mason's book, which obviously that was always intended to be in there. Um, and it's funny, if you get the European edition of the trade, mm-hmm. which we can get on Diamond, but for whatever reason, uh, we never order it. Uh, at the end of it, the, the difference is these are painted on glossy pages. The European one is like the newspaper style. Yeah, the. But in the back of the book. They, like, they have the Alan, ske- uh, Alan Moore sketched out, like, um, the, like, the house, the blueprints for yeah. the houses. Like, the, the amount of detail and thought that is into that. Like, everything... You could ask Alan Moore any stupid, random Watchmen question. Well, right now, he probably wouldn't answer you. <laughs> right. but,
2: uh, but He probably wouldn't have answered you back then, either.
0: Yeah, you're probably right. He seems like one of the guys that's like, well, you, you need to figure it out for yourself. Yeah. yeah. Which, I mean... I, c- I can get behind. Well, and, and if Alan Moore gave you all the answers, then there would be no need for us to do a podcast on it. True. You know, if Alan Moore had a book that says, here, this is how you read Watchmen, this is how you get the most out of it, this is how you experience Watchmen, what's the point of discussing it?
2: I think, honestly, the best way to experience Watchmen is... To read it. Is to read it. And honestly, you know, the one thing I can say that I like
0: from the movie... Th- there's good things There's the good movie. things there's, in the movie. It's very pretty, as all Zack Snyder movies are. The end. Okay, I. Okay, you. T- tell me why you like it, because i I can tell you why I don't like it. I like the ending more. Just it makes more sense. It makes more sense. I mean, to a degree. Um, it was just kind of. So so the ending the ending of the of the book spoilers on a book that came out in eighty six, <laughs> um, but um, the villain of the of the book, uh, Ozzy Adrian fight. He wants to unite humanity because he feels we're too divided he, you know classic villain stuff whatever so he, it, it, but it's but, not, but it's not it's, it's not. not this is it, it, it sounds classic villain stuff but then he wants to you know he he, he has the wrong-headed idea he, he, he has the right idea but goes about it in a in a wrong in way a, yeah in a yeah. wrong way and he wants to unite everybody against a common good and so he summons a Cthulhu. teleporting Cthulhu. <laughs> it's not Cthulhu. <laughs> Um, ba- it is basically Cthulhu. He summons a giant space squid. Spaghetti monster? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he, into uh, the middle of New York City. Uh, that, you know, wipes out a, a, chunk, a good chunk of the New York City yeah, population. Right. Uh, and the purpose of, he says, the purpose of this is to give us a uniting force to, you know, go, fight right. against. Yeah. Um, which... I, I suppose makes a certain degree of sense if you're crazy, like Ozymandias is. Um, and then Rorschach finds this out, obviously, and he's going to tell everybody, and then Doctor Manhattan has mm, to kill him. Yeah, Doctor Manhattan kills him, which is the same in the movie. Right. But I think in the movie, Night Owl sees it happen. Yes. Yes.
2: Yeah, um, yeah Night, Night Owl sees it happening um, the first time him and Silk Spectre.
0: That, that is the part that I like. That's the only thing that's an improvement, because, uh, or... That's one of the changes that I like from the movie is that Night Owl sees it. Um, Because that that seems like an Alan Moore thing to me that, like, he sees what happens and Rorschach, he sees Rorschach get silenced. Yeah. Okay. And Night Owl, staying true to the Night Owl book character... Shuts up and doesn't stand up for his belief. Gotcha. Actually. Which, yeah, which th- to me that is one of the few moments where Zack Snyder. Well, actually no, Zack Snyder knows what he's doing in terms of the lore, but with all this stuff and like, with Batman Superman, he knows his stuff. He knows, he knows, he knows his comic. He book knows stuff. the content. But you know, and I think he just he has he has trouble with pacing and translating. And
2: I think the thing though is that
0: if fourteen episodes had to get, Batman <laughs>
2: Superman. I just don't think I could see, and uh, I mean. Who knows? Maybe there will be. I just don't think I can see anyone tackle the visionary aspect and maybe even just the storytelling. It may not be... You may not get those impacts you do in the book, but I think as an overall, I think the film was a
0: v- as best as she as possibly as could do I mean, without well, Alan
2: Moore's help, too. Right.
0: It, as a film. As a film. I th- Maybe as a TV series, it could have worked. As a miniseries, it could have worked Which, later.
2: once again, HBO has announced that they're going to start doing that, what, too. Or well, they, have the, to, they have the rights. Yeah, story. they're trying... Well... Um, Dan Gibbons actually, Dave Gibbons, Gibbons, sorry, it's uh, was actually talking during one of the uh, London shows that HBO actually contacted him to try to help. And he's like, oh no, I'm not going to do that. And that was probably about two, three months ago. So,
0: right. Um, and I'd be okay. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm okay with it. Um, because it's, I mean, it, not to sound like I'm contradicting myself before in that, you know, leave it alone, don't mess with it. The TV and movie—that's a visual medium that's different than comics. That's that's why I have a problem, more of a problem with the, uh, before Watchmen and Rebirth yeah. use of Watchmen than I do with a movie adaptation. Because I mean, it's adaptating El- that work. Yeah. And and Al El- he sold those rights. Yeah, he had them and he, he sold them. He knew what he knew what he was doing, so whatever. Um, but anyway, um, but what? Yeah, so that to me is one of the few moments in the movie that really. Is good because Night Owl, you know, then is going to live the rest of his life knowing, knowing that he did not have the convictions that Rorschach did. Yeah, and because he always res- he he respects Rorschach. Yeah, he could never, but he knows he could never be Rorschach. Oh yeah, no, not at all. Um, and if Rorschach in the movie too was way different. Um, we talked about that already, but like the moment when he kills the child molester in the book, right. Well, he doesn't kill him, I guess. He, in the he, book, he he, he sets he, him on fire. Well, no, he doesn't set him on fire. He sets his house on fire and, and, him, then, and, he, and you, changes. And then, if to the you oven or something, don't want
1: to get burned to death. You 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 figure it out. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> um. But in the movie, he just, like, just he chops ching, him ching, up. Ching, yeah. But I think that's and 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 in the in that moment in the book, he changes his speech pattern changes, and that's when he sort of becomes the Rorschach. The Rorschach. You no, know, yeah. is when he kills that child molester. He he starts to stammering speech pattern and he he gets a different he speaks differently throughout the rest of the book after that moment yeah um but i think
2: the visual or just maybe contextual point in the movie when he does that i think shows a better kind of because you never really see rorschach as that younger rorschach that you saw right that you see beforehand um so i think that kind of Showed a nice way of showing, like, no, this is where he's at now. This okay, is yeah, Because yeah, yeah, yeah. because of this incident, because of it shows his, his, his action towards
1: his anger towards I can see humans and yeah, yeah. humanity um, and all this stuff. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, and they, I really, I do, I do like uh, Billy Crudup. I, all the actors were good. Oh yeah, I really like Billy Crudup as uh, Doctor Manhattan. Manhattan yeah. He was awesome. He was really good. Um, really captured the ambivalence. Um, because that, that, that's why, doc, why does Dr. Manhattan go to Mars? Is because he doesn't want to deal with people. Right, yeah. yeah. He's just, I, I'll just, just I'll just l- go here and build clocks and right. <laughs> towers and, you know, whatever. Um, and then they sort of have to, Laurie has to sort of convince him to, right. to come, back. come back. Which already happened. Which,
1: um. <laughs> you're you're going to try to convince me to save you, to, to humanity. To make, to make yeah. a, a Heroclix so reference good.
0: really quick. Um, the Dr. Manhattan Heroclix piece, he's a giant, the Hero Clicks is a miniatures game like with superheroes. Um, the Doctor Manhattan piece cannot actually be killed in the game. He has an empathy dial where you have to convince him to join your side. That's You can't actually defeat him. You have to convince him to That's pretty There's good. no KO click. He just keeps going. That's pretty good. It's pretty funny. I like that. That's and that's like good. super comic accurate. Like I love that. Yeah. You know, and, and that's that's basically what they do. They just have to appeal to his I, they have to appeal to John Osterman. Yeah, and enough, not Dr.
1: Manhattan. I for, forgot that uh, Ozzy tried to kill him mm-hmm. at the end. I was like, oh. Oh, right, he came back. Okay. It's right. fine. I was oh, like, yeah. all right, cool. He's fine. Oh, yeah. yeah I just forgot. But, I just It totally just like, skipped over. But so in the
0: movie, the ending, well, we, I don't
2: think we, we didn't get to that. No, we, we, didn't we didn't get to, the, the, we didn't get to but that. But I, I like the ending in the movie more just because you have Manhattan who is renowned as this omnipotent being. Yeah. He is a he is God. he is God at this yeah. point. And he puts the circumpunct on his head which is mm-hmm. it's an alchemical symbol for gold, but it's right. also a symbol for God. Right. Um I think I like the idea of that having the face of evil and right w- trying to carefully work this. Right. I like the idea that there's a higher Omnipotent power that cannot be destroyed, that unites the people.
0: Well, yeah, as but, well, and, so they're, they're uniting uh, against him because I, they, well, they sort
2: of trick Manhattan into attacking New I, York. I'm trying to right. delicately dance
0: around it without like, spoiling it. But, not not spoiling it without saying something wrong. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I understand you. Like the, the ending that, that happens in the movie, instead of the giant space squid, instead of instead of Cthulhu. <laughs> Thank instead you. of summoning Cthulhu... Just, just yell at Cthulhu. That's all well, you needed. I mean, Alan Moore is a big Lovecraft fan, and he writes Cthulhu books now. But it does. So, the writing was on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, um, instead of summoning Cthulhu, Ozymandias essentially tricks or, you know... He tricks... He Man, convinces. He, he tricks uh, Dr. Manhattan into attacking New York City. Kind of.
2: Kind of. Because he builds a bomb that ends up having his own... Right. S- radioactive signature
0: right so Manhattan has to go and destroy it but in doing so he's destroying buildings and people think he's attacking the city yeah um, when really he's just trying to save people right and so I mean I get it it, it but I mean it, it, it's less ridiculous. It is, and I think... I, at, they couldn't have had Cthulhu show up in the movie. People would have been like, what? Yeah, exactly. I think... Because because in the book, there's no inkling that you get Cthulhu until that... No, like, just right. shows up. Cthulhu just like, shows oh. up and like, man, all these people are dead. What happened? <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's a space squid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's
1: weird. <laughs> and then he explained it. So, oh, yeah. and
2: that's... That's where I think the movie actually kind of...
1: It, it
0: cleared that up. I mean... I the, would say they, trump and, the book,
2: but I think it did something a little bit better than the
0: book. I, and I can see the argument for that. I disagree, but I can see the argument yeah. for that. Um, and Ron, did so you... your opinions wrong? <laughs> so did you know what the ending? How the ending was different? Did you know, or did you not know, or was it a surprise when you saw no, it? No, okay. yeah, no, 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 I knew. No, I knew. Yeah, no, I knew. Because I can't imagine how you can avoid Watchmen spoilers. Yeah, yeah you know no, what I, mean? I knew. It's like um, avoiding Godfather spoilers at this point. It's like, well, I think everybody knows that Fredo gets killed and what? <laughs> what happened? So Oh yeah. Sorry, you haven't seen one uh, Godfather. I have not. Oh, jeez. Um, I know. It's okay. I'm oh.
1: horrible. It's okay.
0: All right, next week we'll do a Godfather episode where Ronald has to watch all all two Godfather movies. Well, uh, he can watch the three. Three's three. good. Three, yeah, no, there's nothing yeah, wrong not with three. It's just not as good as one and two. But, oh, yeah, speaking of Godfather, that was like my analogy that I used. It's like, if Steven Spielberg wanted to make Godfather 4, I wouldn't be okay, without Coppola's approval, I wouldn't be okay with it. Even if Steven Spielberg is going to make a great movie, it's just, leave it alone. You know, let it be. Let it be this, um, this perfect little encapsulated thing. But
2: something I want to talk about too yeah. is just kind of its impact on comics at oh. this point. Just this the toxic cloud, as Alan Moore, put as it. Alan Moore puts it. And I, you know, the He's more right. the more I think about it, he is right. I mean, after Watchmen, after Dark Knight Returns, there well, wasn't there wouldn't
0: be any Dark Knight Returns without a watch.
2: Yeah, exactly. But there's not
0: much. Alan Moore deconstructed the superhero genre so well that they had to rebuild it in this image yes you know and everybody had to have a problem um and you didn't get the golden age anymore no you but,
2: didn't get the golden age you didn't get the silly fun hopeful characters I mean,
0: obviously you know there's exceptions that prove the rule yeah but i mean you know but
2: everyone had their their faults everyone was human they were all still human superman had a human element right. to him he was no longer this
0: all-powerful godlike. Superhero, like right. stop a war, because Elmore's like, well, see, I did it. Yeah, <laughs> I did it better than, you know. And I think it, this is what it can be. And I
2: think now, especially, is that Rebirth is deconstructing the deconstruction. So you, th- deconstructing or reconstructing? They're deconstructing his deconstruction of the superhero genre at this Un- point. Unpack that a little bit for me. So in essence, they. It's not to say that Watchmen's not a hopeful book. It doesn't, that it's not, there's not potential for it to be hopeful somewhere. I
0: wouldn't before. say, I wouldn't, I would never categorize it as a hopeful book. No. But I mean,
2: but it's, it definitely doesn't leave, I mean, the ending's still kind of somewhat happy. Right. I mean,
0: you're che- th- excuse I mean, me,
2: cheering for humanity. They don't
0: die. No. You know, <laughs> well, all well,
2: well, you know. Yeah.
0: You
2: know. <laughs> Some people die. Some people die. <laughs> but I think at this point that you've taken, the book has deconstructed the genre to the point where, Now that everyone has it, they have a human fault. They have less hope going forward into things because of their human fault. And now I think what Jeff Johns and DC are doing is they're taking that deconstruction, deconstructing it again, bringing it back down to the base level of what Alan Moore kind of started off with. Right. Or even kind of pre-Watchmen and kind of rebuilding it back to having a more hopeful universe and not something that's desolated in sadness and despair and loneliness, almost. Because right. that, that's kind of something that always bugged me with New 52, New 52 is that. It well, was just. Well. Yeah, it was just. Where's the sanctity of marriage? Where's Lois and Clark's marriage? Where is Green Arrow and um, Black, Canary. Black Canary? Where's Star Sapphire? Where's the love? Where's not the, to be so corny, but. Well, yeah, where's the love? Where's the hope? Because I never felt that. I never felt that Green Arrow actually ever won a battle in New 52. I never felt that Batman ever won a fight in New 52. But right. he, mm-hmm. he got through him. He got through them. but it was still kind of like, oh. You never were like, yeah, get him, Batman.
0: Yeah. It's like, whew, that was, that was rough. Yeah, so. so and when I, he got through the Court of the Owls, they're like, he won. But like, no, but did he win? No, not really. Yeah, it he, was over. It was over,
2: but he he didn't win the Court of Owls fight. No. He yeah. didn't win Endgame. He no. didn't win Death of the Family. yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and you're very right. So I think this now brings a little bit more hope into it. So they're really kind of bringing it back down to the base level, and just kind of like, hey, comics can be hopeful again.
0: Not undoing Watchmen. Not undoing Cause cause Watchmen because you can't. I mean, there, once, you once, can't undo it. Yeah, once once that you know the cat's out of the bag there. But I think you can undo the essence of Watchmen. You can undo the entirety that want the the cloud. The cloud. Yeah, the, you can. You can do. You a, can give it deep. Deep pollute. De-pollute. the environment, uh, and and that's not to say that's a bad thing because that that would imply you know that Watchmen had a negative impact. I mean, I mean it did. I guess it did to a degree of you know, you, influencing. it, But that doesn't mean I mean the that's work is not a negative a thing because
2: work. I mean we wouldn't have Dark Knight. We wouldn't have the great. We wouldn't dark have Knight, all these yeah. great,
0: serious dark books or different books like All Star Superman. Oh yeah, like you know all these things that you touch touch on Watchmen and you know clearly. Are touched by you know this work yeah that um, we wouldn't have
2: but the other question now is that
0: does that cloud need to be removed well I don't know I mean maybe it doesn't need to be moved it needs to be put aside maybe you go somewhere else the cloud can still be there but you can only live in darkness for so long yeah uh, you can only live in the Watchmen world of superheroes where everyone's got a problem and everyone's got, you know, everyone's been oppressed and, you know, for so long. Yeah. Uh, which, you know, makes for interesting reading, but I think it's sort of the way it is with movies. And every other thing, like the reboot tr- uh, or the remake craze, you know, it's like everyone wanted to make their Watchmen. Yeah. Everyone wanted to reboot their own little movie. Everyone wanted to do their own little thing and make you know, and that it kills creativity. You can you can tell creative, interesting, dynamic stories that are not dark and depressing like Watchmen. No. True. Uh, you can tell you can tell hopeful, excellent. Uh, birthright, Superman birthright. Yep. What? Not a depressing Superman story. Not at all. Well. I mean That ending kinda hurt a little bit. Well but either way. I mean you know what I mean? Like it's not as it's not sad throughout. But no, Watchman no. Watchmen you know, it's pretty Yeah, it, it's it's, it's, it's very deck, monotone like, and
1: just yeah, it
2: it definitely hits that more darker just kinda hopelessness.
0: Right. Uh the the spiral. Yeah. Um which I mean you didn't get before Watchmen. No but, um I don't know. What do you think, Ron?
1: it's tough um cause can we live in a world these, without
0: this influence
1: no not at all I mean it it helped it helps I mean cause y- you can only tell those happy hopeful stories for so if long if you have
0: these right but it, it's it's the balance right yeah
1: I mean it's it's weird too cause Image is different from DC yeah. and Marvel I mean cause they they tell random stories yeah, that are very dark and grim or they're very happy and right, hopeful exactly. and they're all over the place. Yeah, and but I like where DC's heading heading with with the new hope for rebirth and all this stuff. It's 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 just not as grim. And right. I think that's what they need.
2: I mean, they're they're still obviously throughout as we were. It's re- going to be serious parts. Yeah, right, as of course. Re- I mean, rebirth, I mean, Wonder Woman probably will probably have some of the more darker elements definitely sure. and Batman will have some of the darker elements too. But Wonder Woman's going through a whole ideal of like where do I belong? What am I? Right. Am I a god? I mean, can, am I a human? Am I a? Even with the
1: flash stuff, like they kind of it. It the flash rebirth number one was kind of more expanded rebirth, yes. eighty page, but you can just feel like the the emotion from Barry Allen when he notices that Wally existed before whatever happened. It's just you like can, man, you can feel the tone like you can yeah, it's like yeah, like and a lot of that comes
2: not only from the art but it comes from the writing. And so, I don't think that the toxic cloud of darkness and hopelessness needs to go away. I think it needs to... It's at an 11. It needs to right. thin out. It, it needs to be at, like, right. a
0: 4. Yeah, just thin right. out a little bit. You, you guys... Everybody can stop remaking Watchmen now. You yeah. Can, you can...
2: You... you cannot do a Ghostbusters reboot. You can... <laughs> <laughs>
0: now, um, another question. Do you think that will influence Marvel in any way? Do you think Marvel... We'll see what happens with DC. No, no, Marvel isn't as dark as DC
1: But was. yeah, and no. see, that's
2: the thing. is like, I, Marvel has never been affected by this cloud. No, I don't think And I has. think...
1: I think it was more or less only DC. I, yeah.
2: Well, DC image. Image definitely got affected. Sure. I mean, Spawn, yeah, yeah for sure. Savage, yeah. Yeah. They all kind of have that same overtone. But I think that now Marvel might... I'd like to see a darker book from Marvel. Yeah. I'd like to see a darker book that's not a Max book.
0: Right. You want to see a darker main imprint. Yeah. You don't want to see, like, a, you
2: know... I mean, Winter Soldier, Brubaker, Captain America stuff was probably some of the darker Marvel stuff that wasn't a Max book. Right. Um, And even at that, that was still like, oh, all right, this is still kind of hopeful. There's still going to be a Captain America. Right. There's still a system of government in play. <laughs> right.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I see what you mean. Um, now, the other question is, do you think Alan Moore... Would ever write another superhero
2: book?
0: No. I mean, what?
1: What's the never last say one he never. Did? I think. I, mean, I think. Never he, say never. But never say never. I. I mean. I think
0: he's done with the superhero genre.
1: I, I think. I mean. I, he's done. He's done. He's done with the main characters from the two Marvel and DC. I'm, I'm sure he's you done. Know well, with that. well I mean, will I, he write well, his own? He's never going to work for DC or Marvel again. Sure. Okay. Well, like whatever. I mean, that's never going to happen. But but it, will he, he write his write... own? Yeah. Why not?
0: Well, I mean, what is, what superhero books has he written since this? Is V a superhero? No. No, I, political thriller. L- League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Meh. Right. I, I mean, Maybe. Maybe. I mean, they're classic heroes, but then yeah. they're not, I mean, Swamp Thing. Swamp Thing, Killing Joke. But, like, he had, everything he's written in the past, like... Glory, right? No, he didn't write no. Glory. Uh, uh, Moore M- Supreme. 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 Supreme was the... the uh, oh, right. Uh, oh, uh, was yeah. um, Miracle Man. Miracle, Miracle, Miracle Man. Man. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but that was before this. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, I don't know. Like I, but uh, he doesn't need to. I don't think he needs to. And I, no, think, I think no.
2: as as maybe in his mindset, I don't think after this he, he really could. needs to. Yeah. No, I, mean, I think I think as a he he should. I think he might be pleased enough with this work that he doesn't feel like he needs to touch on the superhero genre anymore.
0: Uh, yeah, I think that would be like, you know. It's
2: like Brett Favre coming back to play football. Yeah, yeah it's like, yeah, was, so like when yeah.
0: Michael Jordan came back. Yeah. He ruined his record. Yep. Like Yeah. That's what he did. Yep. I mean, I'm glad you had fun, Mike, but you ruined your, <laughs> you ruined your stats on your record. He should, should have just stuck to playing baseball. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, you know, if, if Alan Moore wrote another superhero book and it wasn't as good as this, that's what people would say. Eh, it's, not, it's no Watchmen. Yeah. yeah. Even if it was good. Even if it was good. People, it's but, not Watchmen. It's not V. And, but, see, but people don't compare... Providence, Necronomicon, they don't even pick, compare Promethea to these books. You know, no, like, not at all. They don't compare, like, his indies, his non, you know? Because, I mean, at this because point... Because they're so different. Yeah. <clears throat> but if he, if he went back to the genre... I don't think
1: they compare any of his books, did they? I mean, they don't compare no. V to Watchmen. They, and,
0: no. I mean... I, I mean, you'll say what's better. But, I mean, right. they're so different. I can't wait for you to read V. Because it's so different. Like, because uh, I'm not... Yeah, I mean, I, all, I all, you, me, all you've so read yeah. of Alan is Watchmen kill and Watch Killing Joke. Yeah, yeah. So. I need to Killing Joke again. I haven't read that in a while, but yeah, the it's movie. Like a weekly read for me. <laughs> it's well, I mean, it's it's pretty quick. Yeah, yeah. It's it, Compared I mean, to this, yeah. Well, it was what one one big issue, right? It wasn't like yeah, a, and then yeah. they
2: added they added something at the end of it too, right. um, just to kind of fill in that gap to make it a trade.
0: Did you ever read um, Miracle Man, the original Alan Moore Al run? I got through maybe a couple issues. It's good. I want to read that. I want to you. Um. I would recommend picking up the uh, the uh, the the re-release trade. Yeah. Uh, again, you you won't find Alan Moore's name on it because um they recolored it. hmm Uh, and he didn't want that to happen, so. It, so it, the, the credit on there um for writer says the original writer. It doesn't say Moore yeah. no, says the original writer, which is hilarious, and again he gave that money to whoever else, but they're you know they finished it with Neil Gaiman, so that's cool, um I guess. But Neil Gaiman took it over in, in yeah in originally in anyway. the original so yeah. Alan Moore did several issues and then Neil Gaiman took it. Then it got canceled. So print forever. It was like
2: Swamp Thing. I mean,
0: exactly. He wrote a lot of Swamp he Thing. He wrote a lot of Swamp Thing. It was good though. I remember I only read the first three. There's volumes. six, right? Yeah, I read yeah the first three. Six, Those six, those, yeah. those were good. Those I were, mean,
2: those were really good. I mean, even like the the Superman story that he wrote is one of my favorite Superman stories. Right. It's uh, for the man who has everything.
0: Right. What happens in that one?
2: That's uh, Mongol ends up giving Superman what's called the uh, Black Mercy. And okay. it's a plant that fills the persons with their heart's desire and ends up taking their life force as it goes through. Okay. Um, they've played that story out in the Justice League Unlimited cartoon, which is one of my favorite. It's my second favorite episode next to the epilogue of season one of Justice League Unlimited. Um, and they play it out in Supergirl. Supergirl has that same. Mm-hmm. Story
0: arc as well, so. Because I've never read that, but you can get that in what is there, there's like an Alan. Moore There's Mary a DC, trailer, DC, yeah. There's right? a DC universe, the this, right? it? called, uh, DC universe by Alan Moore. What is it? It's called DC Universe by Alan Moore. It is called DC: The Stories of Alan Moore. Yeah, DC Universe Stories of Alan Moore. But yeah, so no, that's definitely a recommended pickup. But so, Ron, Watchmen. Yeah. Takeaways. Let's let's uh, we gotta we gotta wrap this up. What, For what, sure. What? what uh, how did you? What did you expect before you read it? What did you expect? Because my guess, if I were you... Yeah, go for it. If I had seen the movie, mm-hmm. I would... I was like, look at this thing. You know, there's a lot of words in here. Right. I've read this movie. I've, I've seen this I've movie. I've seen them. I've seen... I don't, them, yeah. I don't need to read this. Right. I've experienced the movie. It had added did, so did you, much stuff. Is that how you felt going through Yeah, go no,
1: I... I was like, well, I would feel the same way. I was like, well, even if when I was talking about it, I was reading the first couple issues. I was like, man, I like I I've seen all this. Like, mm-hmm. it was it's, just it's like when you were reading Scott Pilgrim. True, right? I was just like, I'm right. seeing this stuff. I'm I'm seeing all the points, blah blah. And then like it starts doing the Black Freighter stuff. Right. And once once you the journals from Rorschach. It's just it's just so much content that's not in the movie, which mm, I, I love. I want to read this again. Yeah. I don't want to read it too soon. I let it sit. It's, yeah, it's, I don't want to read it like re- it
2: ferment. Read it, <laughs> read it, read it in like a month or so. Yeah, air it out like a good wine.
0: Well, thank, it's thank like you. it's like it's like Richard. It's like Richard uh, was saying. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. The best thing to do after you read Watchmen is to read it again. Right. Yeah. 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 And, so uh, I, I would
1: love to read this book again. I I probably end up buying it.
0: Yeah. Simple. It's, yeah. it's it's a it's a easy buy for me. I mean that's it's one of the ones where people say, "Whoa, I've never read comics. What should I read? It? Here you go. Here's Watchmen.
1: I end up killing joke. <laughs>
0: there you go. Well, I mean that's a short one. Yeah, uh-huh. but I also here you.
2: You, you want to read comics? Here's the most hopeless despair for a character <laughs> yeah, right? ever. Gosh.
0: Well, I mean, so you hand them any animal book at that point. <laughs> right? um, kinda, no. But V kind of... V has a little hope. But um, anyway... I mean... Um, thank you everybody for joining us on this um, this uh, feature-focused Watchmen. Um, f- the most, one of the most, if not the most, classic graphic novel. Yeah, I mean... I mean... Comic. Comic. Yeah, it's, you know? it's up there for sure. It's, I mean... Yeah it's on everybody's top ten list it's on everybody's top five list pretty much for sure. if you're gonna make not even if it's not your favorite you know where it, where it lies in importance of the history oh, of Oh yeah, of course yeah for sure you know like even if you read it and you eh which I don't know how you'd be that way but <laughs> yeah. um, you still can recognize you, you'd be a fool to say Watchmen is not the most one of the most influential works aside from you know other things from the golden age you know yeah. that spawned everything um, but, I, I'm always, I always like hearing people's takes on Watchmen because there's an infinite number of takes on things that happen in this book. There's things
2: you don't catch. People
0: catch, some people catch it. Totally. Know. Yeah. Totally. Uh, there's people that, Ozzy is their favorite character yeah. and that, you know, they stay identified yeah. with him and yeah, I mean, and they, they, they get him on a level that I don't. And I like, I like to talk about make that. Make New York of, great again. Yeah. Make, make New York <laughs> great again. Uh, with a giant Cthulhu squid. That kills everybody. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. (laughs) Yep. Anyway, um, yeah, I think think that's it. Hyde, is there anything um, that you want to add on Watchmen um, that where does it sit with you now as as someone who's been with it forever?
2: For me, I mean, it's always going to be in a top essential read. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of weird, too, because my girlfriend has never read it. She's, is mine. she's kind of still kind of new into the comic book realm Same. and stuff, but I think I thought it was so essential for her to kind of understand at least a little bit of the grasp of Watchmen that she had to watch the movie at least. Mm-hmm. And I know it's still kind of completely different. You don't get the yeah. emotion, you don't get the depth of it, right. but you get but the story. You points. get the story points, and you kind of understand. And that's still strong. Yeah, and you kind of understand the world as mm-hmm. a whole and what its effects were on comics. Because that was also kind of one of the cool things that I really enjoyed about the movie is when you have that opening shot, um, you have the Bat- well, the the Batman one posters at the mm-hmm. movie theater, and it's them recreate it's them essentially filming Batman with Night Owl. Right. Um, the,
0: the intro is so good of Watchmen. Yeah. The intro in the, in the movie is so good because I mean, I mean it sort of condenses all the Minutemen stuff that you never they don't really expand upon yeah. much. But um, that's. You know, it's it's and correct. you kind of see their progression. The music of, is really good in the
2: movie oh, too. Yeah, That's the the music is great. The soundtrack's great in the movie, but you get to see the progression of like what these kind of I guess their golden age heroes kind of suffered and went through. Right. Um, even when when they get older, you see. Oh, I can't remember the character's name now. Why can't I remember his name? Captain He's get, Metropolis. Is it Captain Metropolis that gets dragged away in a straitjacket? No. I don't remember. I don't, but but you you yeah, yeah, see yeah. the you see the mentality that it breaks on them towards the end of their run as mm-hmm. the Minutemen, which was kind of a cool element to see because you don't see that often. You don't see the superheroes worn down like I can't no. do this anymore. I'm losing it. Well, you do now.
0: Eh, I mean, to a degree, I to a degree, I mean, but
2: it's not like it's not to the point where they're getting carried away in oh, a well, straight jacket. Yes,
0: true, true. Um, yeah, no. Um, but I
2: think I think it's almost as essential enough if you're not going to read it to watch the movie cuz mm-hmm. i think the movie definitely still hits those stronger elements of the book
0: without obviously you're not you're not going to get the full depth of the book. Yeah. but you'll get the crux of the story. Yeah.
2: you'll get the you'll get the main important parts of it. Mm-hmm. So
0: um i would st- obviously True. I, I would still yeah, recommend uh, i w- i don't yeah. don't get me wrong i still recommend number 1 choice's book. Yeah. And if if i can't convince you to read something that has nearly as many words as the fountainhead then
2: I, you know. care, I, I can try to convince you to watch a three hour movie yeah right <laughs> yeah
0: uh, but yeah that's basically it Um, yeah man love Watchmen big Elmore fan hopefully we'll do uh, we'll revisit something else he did maybe V or actually we'll Killing Joke Killing, Killing Joke, Joke will, will we'll, be the next we'll, one we're gonna do a Killing Joke special coming up from because of the movie yeah right. which stoked
1: right oh, oh yeah it oh. should be amazing yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I hope know. I really hope it's good man be. Yeah, well, let's not count on chickens before they hatch. hatched. Well, I mean, but, I mean, you look at record. you look
2: at DC's track record with animated films, their worst ones are still, you know, Pretty I can good. enjoy this. They're still good. Also, for the record, Michael has stroked the Watchmen book like 23 times while <laughs> we've been good. recording. I have been keeping count on this.
0: Yes. Yes. It, it will come home with me. <laughs> um, no, it has a very special spot on the shelf. Um, Next to the Cthulhu. <laughs> uh Nope, that's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, everybody, thank you guys for downloading us. Um, thank you, everybody, for coming out for Comic Palooza last week. That was great. Um, good to see everybody. Well, not me. Obviously, I wasn't there. But um, thanks for coming out. Um, come talk to us about Watchmen. Come, yeah. tell, come tell us your favorite Alan yeah. Moore stories. Um, come, come talk to us. We want to hear your theories. Don't also also don't forget that
2: we do have a Civil War book number two book three launch party. Civil War
0: two number three. Yeah. Yes. Midnight launch party. Big things are happening there. Yes. Somebody Somebody, uh, dies. Everybody dies. dies. Somebody dies. Somebody big dies. Somebody big dies. Do you think? And then
1: we will get the Marvel now new previews (sighs) that will be coming out soon. Yeah. Don't get me started on reboots. So there you yeah, go. don't get <laughs> Well, yeah, so we, yeah,
0: make sure you check our Facebook. We've got all the details on our... For sure. And Kids Days. We have Kids Days, Kids Days all throughout the, the summer. The summer. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, at all five locations. We just had the Sugar Land one. On the 13th. Yeah. yeah so, uh, yeah. Make sure you check out our Facebook for all that. Um, we'll tweet it all out. Follow us on Instagram. The whole deal. Um, thank you, everybody, again for downloading us. We really appreciate it. Uh, we love hearing the feedback. We love hearing you talk to us about whatever we talked about on, on the show that week. And if sure. there's
2: something that you want us to kind of feature yeah. focus on, please let us know. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's yeah, good. yeah, yeah. If,
0: if you've got something that you want us to read and talk about. East of West. Yes, Ron. <laughs> Lock, Lock, and JLA, volume yeah. one. Lock and Key. Lock and uh, Key. Lock and Key, East <laughs> of West, Deadpool, Wicked and Divine.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Letter 44. Uh, is good, uh, letter
0: 44 it's, it's, it's all good work. Letter 44 is good, though. Letter 44 It's all good work. Well, one's good. it. So East of West and Lock and Key, to be fair. Those are over. Red Charlie. I love, I love that book. Oink. And we, we can, <laughs> yes. Can we? We're not doing a show on Oink. We'll do a show on Scoriers, though. No. If we if we
1: can't do one on Oink, we're not doing one oh, on the Man, I have to get that trade back in back in stock because that's. Oink? I need to read it. Yeah. Because man.
0: I don't know. I saw one over there called Time Lincoln about like a time traveling Stephen. Uh, yeah. I got to yeah. I got to read that. Anyway, getting off track. Thank you everybody for downloading us. Um, come talk to us. Tell us about Watchmen. Tell us what you think. Tell us what you want to talk about next.
1: Later, guys. This is Ron.
0: And this is Hi. Not... And my name is Michael. We'll see you next time.